0: Bye. checking into Fantline with Marvin Fant, Black Facts, with the series of race, religion, and racism with Apostle Fred Price. There is a difference between racism and racial prejudice. Where did it all begin? Apostle Frederick Casey Price asked, why should color make a difference? Is one race inferior to another? Apostle Price states that the main root of opposition to interracial marriage is built on fear, ignorance, ethnic pride, and a superiority based attitude. Was Ham really cursed? If Allah and Jehovah is the same God, shouldn't the Holy Bible and the Holy Quran say the same thing? Is Islam the black man's religion? Whose report will you believe? Was Jesus white or was he? a composite man made up of the entire human race? Could the Apostle Paul of the New Testament have been a black man? These questions and many more are answered in this dynamic, one of a kind teaching on race, religion, and racism. Race,
1: religion, and racism. Last time we had entered into uh, the race segment of the threefold series race, religion, and racism. I had been for several sessions giving you an introduction. Last time we got into the actual segment, race. Now, we read, or I made a statement, and I said there are two primary views about the origin of man. Where did we come from? How did we get here? Why are we here? What's the source? of or the origin of our being and there are two primary ideas one is called the scientific method and the other is the biblical method or explanation i gave you and we looked at the encyclopedia americana to give you what the scientific method was and uh i think we could sum it all up uh, by making this one little statement that sums up all that we read last time about the scientific method in other words the scientists tell us that this is where we came from how we got here and so i think we can sum it up this way a chance mutation you remember that how many of you were here last time okay well that was this that was that was sort of the 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 whole scientific postulation in a nutshell a chance mutation everything came out of one cell and proliferated and expanded due to chance mutation now we started talking about the biblical method okay and um we had uh read in genesis 1 26 i'll read that Uh, Then God said let us make man in our image according to our likeness Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth and over Every creeping thing that creeps on the earth God said let us make man in our image And I told you that that word image uh, In the original Hebrew language is the word selim S-E-L-E-M selim and it means copy or Counterpart it means a copy or counterpart So when God said Let's make man in our image after our likeness. Then God was saying, let's make man as a copy or counterpart of us. Then we went to find out what God is. And we found out that God is spirit or a spirit. God is a spirit. And so if we're made in his image and we're his counterpart, uh, then or copy, then we must be What God is so if God is a spirit then man is a spirit now in the second chapter of Genesis verse 7 then we get the explanation of the part of us that we see. Because man has a tendency. To think that he is and others are what we see so we say black man red man yellow man white man brown man yet from the biblical perspective what you see is not me And what I see is not you. I only see the house in which you live. You and I me and you look just like God. Now we looked at it last time in, G- in John chapter four and verse 24 where Jesus said to the woman at the well that God is a spirit and we found out that if God is a spirit and I'm made in his image in his Selim in other words I'm a copy and a counterpart of God then I must be what God is if I'm made in his image and if I'm a copy of God is that reasonable so if God is a spirit then we are spirits now in order to live in this three dimensional physical world we have to have a three dimensional physical abode house home or body you don't now, now listen to this carefully you do not have to have a physical three dimensional flesh Body in order to be you. But you need a physical three-dimensional flesh body to live here. You get that? Did you get the difference? See, I said you do not need a body to be you. Because your body is not you. Your body is only where you live. And we're going to see that in just a moment. So you do not need a body to be you, but you do need a body to live here in this three-dimensional earth realm, because that's what it is, a three-dimensional earth realm. So in order for you to live here, you've got to have a three-dimensional earth realm dwelling place, and it's called your body. Now, look at the seventh verse of Genesis 2, and this will bear this out. It says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became, and man became, and man became, and man became a living being. The New King James says being, the traditional says, living soul. But now notice that man became. So before God breathed into the dust house that he built, man was not. He only became after God breathed into him and that breathing into him is a symbolic statement, meaning God put the copy or counterpart of himself inside that clay dust body. And then that dust body became a living thing. Okay. You still with me now? Let's go to uh, first Thessalonians. Oh, wait a minute. You're right there in Genesis. Look at the third chapter. You're in the you're in there. We, I think we read this last time, but it'll it'll bear repetition. Look at the 19th verse of the third chapter of Genesis. It says, In the sweat of your face, he's talking to Adam now. He says, In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it, the ground you were taken for dust you are and to dust you shall return and just as we closed last time I was talking about dust remember that I'm sure some of you will never forget huh (laughs) you remember I talked about dust and I said every human is just dust and No dust is any better than any other dust. And no dust is superior to any other dust because if it were, then you'd collect all the superior dust and never get rid of it. And how come nobody has collected the supposed superior dust? No, you get rid of all dust. Right? So nobody has a trumpet to toot. And the lie that Satan instigated years ago to make man conscious of this house that he lives in to think that one house is superior and another house is inferior simply because of the color of it it's all dust in other words better known as dirt so you dirt okay you didn't you didn't get that Look at the set. Everybody read verse 19 in that third chapter. Everybody read. Stop. What's the last four words? Uh, say that again. Uh, again. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Okay, here's what I want you to say now. Repeat after me. Who said that? Somebody just said what I'm getting ready to say. Is that you? Smart man. Okay, say this. I am, I, am dust. 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 Say I am... Dust. Say it again. I am dust. Say it again. I am dust. Say it again. I am dust. Now, whatever so-called color you are I want you now to say I am black dust I am white dust I am brown dust I am yellow dust I am red dust I don't know whatever you are or whichever one of those you want to call yourself because some of you mom girls you mixed up with all kind of stuff (laughs) Yeah, you got some of like everybody in you. I know you don't want nobody to think that or know it, but I want everybody to say it. Okay, on three, everybody say whatever you are. I am. I said on three. On three, everybody say whatever one of them colored dust you are. One, two, three. I am black girl. Again. I am black dust. I can't hear you. I am black Again. Watch this. The subject is not your color. The dust is. God didn't say you are white, you are black, you are red, brown, or yellow. God said you are. So when you go look in the mirror, just say ain't nothing but dust. (laughs) And ain't no dust any better than any other dust. It's all dust and you sweep it away. Okay? Now go to First Thessalonians. And let's see how God, you know this, but I want you to see it. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and the 23rd verse, it says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. King James says holy and may your whole spirit, soul, and body. I think the King James says your whole spirit and soul and body. Be preserved blameless at the coming or until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So here we see in very clear delineation the threefold nature of man. But notice what is conspicuously mentioned first. Your whole spirit. Wait a minute. What is God? No, what is God? A spirit. God is a spirit. And we are Selim or copy or counterpart. We are made in his copy or image or counterpart. So if God is a spirit, you are a spirit. And you just read it right there. Your whole spirit and soul and body. So you are a spirit. Now, go back to Genesis to the second chapter, and let's look at something else as we move on. See this whole thing on racism, especially in America. I'm sure it's the same everywhere in the world, but but the American brand of racism is all about color. It's all about color. If everybody in this nation were white, there wouldn't be any racism. Might be something else, but not racist. If everybody in this country was black or brown or red or yellow. So it's all about color in America, it's all about color. And it's about putting one color above the other color. And ain't none of it, nothing but dust. And folks are fighting, arguing and fussing over dust. All right, now watch this, Genesis chapter two. And verse verse 7, everybody read. Verse 7, chapter 2, read. Now, in the New King James, it says man became a living being. The traditional says living soul, but this word being is an interesting word. Webster defines the word being this way. Quote, existence as opposed to non-existence, specifically life, conscious existence, lifetime, mortal existence this is in the quote this is the Webster's dictionary of the supposed meaning traditionally of the word being I would like to suggest the word creature man became a living creature now I base that on go right up to the 27th verse of the first chapter And what does it say? Everybody read. Stop. Read it again. Stop. So God created man. I want you to read that and stop. Read it again. All right. If God created man, then man must be a creature. if God and you just read it if God created man then man is God's creation and if man is God's creation as an individual man is God's creature so I'd like to suggest instead of being use the word creature now I want you to go back and look at that seven verse again in the second chapter because there's another interesting aspect of this. It said, and the Lord God formed man of the what? Dust. Dust of the ground. And breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living creature. Now, it says, Dust of the ground. I want you to I want you to get this. Dust of the ground. According to James Strong. Strong's concordance, which most students of the Bible are familiar with, the word Adam A D A M more accurately, accurately pronounced Adam. Say that Adam. That that's the actual pronunciation. Adam. Say that. Say that. Okay, Adam as the English. But it's really Adam. Now the word you got you, you got your seatbelt fastened. I hope you got your seatbelt fastened because this is gonna be a boat rocker. <clears throat> okay. Now, 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 James Strong was a scholar, Hebrew and Greek scholar. In fact, most all ministers and, and average Christians that are students of the Bible, everybody has probably a Strong's concordance. And, and we use it like we would use Webster's dictionary, have great confidence in it. And James strong was the James strong lived in a white house. You didn't get that. I, I said James Strong lived in a white house. We would call him a white man. You are you familiar with that term? White folks. You you understand that term? Okay. All right. Don't be offended now. Don't don't. I'm not trying to offend anybody. But listen. But I want you to get the significance of this because this is a white man that's given us this definition. And so you know that the white man. Knows it. (laughs) I'm sorry. If anybody knows it, the white man knows it. You know that. And I know that. And we know that. So if, if, if the white man says it's so, it's so. I mean, even if God doesn't say it's so, it's so. If the white man says it. Come on, you know that. So don't try to play. Okay, watch it. Here's the way James Strong, the word Adam literally means, quote, Adam means to show blood in the face. In other words, flush or turn rosy, be dyed or made red, ruddy, a human being, an individual or the species, mankind, etc. End of quote. Now, I hope you got that. Let me go back and get it again, because some of you didn't get it. Quote, Adam, Adam, or Adam means to show blood in the face. Uh, Let, 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 let me get over here where the doctors are, because I'm not a doctor, not, not a medical doctor. And so I might be wrong. And I'm always open to be educated. Cause I want to ask you a see, question. See, the strong, the uh, strong says to show red in the face, ruddy or red in the face. Now, 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 now. Where, where are my doctors? Left? I only got one. Oh, oh here. They are. Oh, got two. Uh, three. Yeah, here. They are. Oh, okay. Take care of business. Okay. All right. My question is this, doctors. Is there any white blood? In other words, blood, that's the color. No, I got it. Either. Blood is the color it is. is. Is blood white? In fact, if somebody came up with some white blood, they would have a serious problem, wouldn't they? Don't you, wouldn't they have a problem? In other words, blood is not Blood is not white. So my, my point is, he said, Strong says, red in the face. So if it's red in the face, couldn't be white because blood is not white. You got it, thanks. Praise God, somebody got it. Hallelujah. Thank God, somebody got it. Watch this. Adam means to show blood in the face. And blood is not white. Blood is red. Dark red. It means blood in the face, flesh or turn rosy, be dyed, made red or ruddy. That's a human being, an individual, or the species mankind. End of quote. So the white man, James Strong, says that Adam was red-faced, not white-faced. Adam could not have been white as historic art has portrayed him. He had to be a man of color. Well, you may say, well, what difference does it make? Did did I hear somebody say that? Did did that come out of somebody's mouth? You don't think I got the answer to that? (laughs) What, you say, what difference does it make? Well, before I answer that question, let me ask a question that will answer the question. If it doesn't make a difference. Then why have we had all this fuss about white skin and black skin? If that doesn't make a difference, then this doesn't make a difference.
0: And then that
1: shouldn't make a difference. But it does, doesn't it? You don't want none of this in your family. So I thought it didn't make any difference. If that doesn't make a difference, then this doesn't make a difference. So why do we have racial prejudice in America, primarily white against black? if it don't make no difference. So if that makes a difference, then this makes a difference. So we better go back to the beginning and get this thing straight. And maybe we'll find out that this be the real color and that other stuff is not the color. So don't don't try to throw that mess on the kid about it don't make no difference. If it doesn't, then this shouldn't make a difference now. And if it doesn't, then there never should have been any white only drinking fountain and colored drinking fountain and white toilets and colored toilets and white entrance to the train and colored entrance. If it doesn't make any difference, if if, if, if this in the Bible doesn't make any difference, then all this stuff shouldn't make any difference. So I don't understand. Where's your problem? Here? Well, something's wrong. Something's amiss. Your wish, Pastor Price, and leave that alone. Your wish will never be answered. (laughs) Forget it. Your best solution is find one of these thirty-two doors and make your way to the street. (laughs) All right, now let's get on with this. Adam could not have been white, as historic art has portrayed him. He had to be a man of color. Now, if you don't think that's important, it's very I mean it's very significant. I didn't I didn't create this, but I was watching uh television this morning. In fact, I watch TV every Sunday morning. I watch our program, Ever Increasing Faith. That's how part of how I get my teaching. That's when I get to go to church when I sit down and listen to Fred Price. (laughs) Man, the, the dude's got it on. He got it going on. I'm sorry, I so, got it Hey, <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, I say that with my usual arrogancy and pride and all that other stuff. Y'all been lying about me. Anyway, praise the Lord. But I was watching TV this morning. They had a, Right after our program came on, they had a special on uh, about the Bible. And one of our very uh, famous actors was the one that was responsible for this, uh, presentation. And while they were, while they were the the introduction to the program, while it was going on and you could hear the, the overlay, the voice of the announcer talking about the different aspects that they were going to be talking about. they mentioned God and they mentioned uh, Adam and they mentioned Eve and they mentioned Enoch and all these other people. And when they mentioned those names, they flashed on the screen pictures you know photographs images that come out of cameras and they showed God reaching his hand out to man with the finger every person was white I'm talking about snow white without the seven dwarfs now that's what's been portrayed down through the years and you say it don't make a difference yes it does that's why this country is all torn up with this racism crap now because of that just because of that color so we need to straighten it out and make it right in the beginning go back to the beginning and make it right see Yeah, everybody, God was white, Adam was white, Eve was, I mean, Snow White. And the white man just said that the word Adam means show blood in the face. Ruddy, rosy. Not Snow White. Now, again, my concern is Not about what color anything was. I don't really, I don't care about that. I'm concerned about just telling it the way it is. Rather than telling a lie. Because see what you do, then you place everything else after that in jeopardy. Because then if the first or the beginning becomes suspect, then everything that stems from the beginning could then be Adduced as being suspect also then you get here. you got the whole thing you end up throwing up, And that's why a lot of people throw out the whole thing with jesus and the bible see because they found loopholes in it They found lies So all i'm saying is why don't we just tell it like the bible tells it instead of going by the tradition That satan infiltrated into the church to try to make it look like white dust was better than any other color dust All right now <laughs> let, let's go back to first thessalonians again because i've got something else that I, I need to show you here <clears throat> back to first thessalonians i'll tell you i want to let me say this because a lot of people they've gone off the deep end uh I, Ninety nine percent of all the you go into all the Bible bookstores around the United States I don't know about foreign countries because I haven't had the opportunity to go there But if you go into all basically the United States of America into all the Bible bookstores anywhere in America All the pictures of Jesus are pictures of white men Sometime with blue eyes sometime with brown eyes light colored hair Light complexion Then you go to some other bookstores and they've gone to the other stream and Jesus is black I don't need a black Jesus and I don't need a white Jesus. I just need a real Jesus. I don't care if you don't have no color. So I'm not trying to I'm not trying to postulate Postulate. I'm not trying to postulate the idea that Jesus was black, black, like we think of black. But I just want to find out whatever color he was. Why don't we just tell it like it is rather than some fabrication of somebody's mind. That's all I'm concerned with. I'm not trying to find a black Jesus. I don't care what color he is. I mean, people who have done things and made a mark in this life, they didn't make it because of the color of their skin. They made it because of who they were. We have all kind of heroes. We have uh, sports heroes. We have uh, scientific heroes. We have war heroes. We have all kind of we have legislative heroes. We have uh, we have a musical uh, musician heroes, and they are who they are because of who they are. Not because of the color that they were. And it doesn't matter what color they were. We still enjoy their music. We still enjoy their sportsmanship. Are you following what I'm saying? So the color is irrelevant, but I do think that as Christians and as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ in the earth realm, we should present to the world an accurate presentation of what's in the book so that when the people in the world hear what we say with our mouth and then go to the reference work to check it out, it will all jive if you would. That's my concern. That that That's my concern. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming or until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now in John 4, 24, we read it. You don't have to turn there, but in John four twenty four Jesus said of God the Father, God is a spirit. We looked at that before. Then in Genesis 1, you don't have to turn to that, but we found out where God said, let us make man in our image, man. Now the word Adam or Adam also means man okay Adam means man not not cow not chicken not duck or cluck but man okay now man is according to first Thessalonians 520 man is a spirit like God because he is Selene he is copy or counterpart So he is a spirit because God is a what? Spirit. But man has a soul and man lives in a clay, dust, dirt, house, or body. I like to call it an earth suit. You need it to live here in this three-dimensional world. Now, the soul, what is the soul? Well, this, we don't really know what it is. But in gleaning from the Bible, we get some ideas of what's contained therein. Okay? So, in the soul or soulish part of our threefold nature is our personality. That's what makes up our personality, that's what makes us the unique individuals that we are. Okay? In the soul, you find the desire the will, the emotions, the mind and or the human intellect. Okay, again, the soul contains your personality. That's what makes you the individual person that you are. And in the soul realm is your desires, your will, your emotions, your mind and or intellect, intellect or mind, either term, but that's what's contained in the soul realm. Now, In the Greek, we could sum it up like this. The body is called the soma, S-O-M-A. The body is the soma. The spirit is the pneuma. the body is soma s-o-m-a the spirit is pneuma p-n-e-u-m-a now listen to this very carefully because you've never heard me say this in all the 25 years we've been in this church you never heard me say this so you don't know this you don't know it from me so don't turn off because you gonna miss it the spirit or pneuma and the body, the Soma, can be separated. But the Numa spirit and the soul or the sushi P S U C H E can only be distinguished. In other words, we can make a distinction between them, but they can't be separated. The Soma and the Numa can be separated, can separate them. In other words, the Spirit can leave the physical body. That's what death, physical death is really all about. It is the departure of the spirit, and of course the soul from the body. We call it physical death. So the Soma body, Numa Spirit can be separated. but the Spirit, Numa and the soul suchi cannot be separated only distinguished we can make a distinction between that part that's the spirit and that part that's the soul but they can't be separated I like to say it this way and you've heard this before the, 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 the Numa and the suchi are like the wet and the water they go hand in hand. You can't you can't shave off wet from water. You get the water, you get the wet. You get the numa, you get the suci. But I can separate suci and numa from soma, the body, just like I can separate the water and the wet from the glass. So the glass would represent the soma or the body. The water with the wet would represent the numa and the suci. Okay, got that? All right. That's important. Keep that in mind. let's go on keep that in mind. Now based on the Genesis account, as I said before, I believe that Adam or Adam had to be a man of color. see I didn't say what color but he had he couldn't have been couldn't have been this color. couldn't have been that. That's all I'm saying. okay There's a thousand shades from that on down of color but he had he couldn't have been what we call European white. Now, I don't mean to be offensive, but I mean that's just the way it are. Now, our our traditional concept of God, the Bible, Jesus, and the apostles, has been from a Eurocentric point of view. And what's happened is in recent days, there have been those who have been so dispossessed because of this Eurocentric concept that they have gone to the other extreme, to the Afrocentric concept. Well, I don't buy into either one of them. I buy into the crystal centric concept. Okay. I'm not going to make Jesus white and I'm not going to make him black. Why not let him be who he is? Why does he have to be white? Why does he have to be black? Obviously, though, he was a person of color. Can't be red in the face. Can't be ruddy. Can't be rosy. I don't mean Greer, but you can't be rosy. <laughs> but that's fit? Did that fit? That fit. Yeah, hey, I couldn't pass that one up. All right. Now, again, our traditional concept of God, the Bible, Jesus, and the apostles has been from a Eurocentric point of view. The art that depicts biblical themes has been from that same Eurocentric point of view. Traditionally God and practically all Bible characters have been portrayed as white and that be a bull face lie. Still, it's just a lie. The question is, is this a biblically historically and scientifically accurate portrayal of mankind as created by God, by the God of the Bible. I think that it would be interesting for our study to see what the Bible historians and scientists have said about this situation. Information that has been in part hidden over time in terms of the general public's knowledge about it. It's been hidden. A lie was perpetrated some years back, many years back to make it look like God was white. And that sent a false message to white people. And then to all the other people of color around the world. They have become high minded. And the other people have become low minded if you would. And that's not the biblical perspective at all. I want you to turn in your Bibles now. to Titus chapter three book of Titus. It's not too far from where you are there. Titus, you'll find that on page 1050 or thereabouts. Then also, I want you to while you when you get when you get Titus, put a stick of finger there and, and flip back to you have to go back to your left to first Timothy chapter one. We want to look at these two scriptures in juxtaposition to each other. You see, again, this business of slavery in America and the oppression degradation of the black race in America was all fostered by this idea of white supremacy. And it came from the concept. God is white. Adam was white. Abraham was white. Jesus was white. Everybody was white. So white is right. And anything that's not white is not quite right. So that gave a justification to be able to enslave and put down people who were not white but that's not really the biblical perspective of it now in Titus chapter 3 verse 9 it says but avoid foolish disputes genealogies contentions and strivings about the law for they are unprofitable and useless now listen to this carefully but avoid foolish disputes underline foolish underline the word foolish keep your finger right there and flip back to first timothy because see i know i know what the critics are going to do with me in this message and i know you watch it you watch, you'll start hearing preachers when this goes to the air that's when it's going to hit the fan and you i'm prophesying to you mark it down you will begin to hear preachers they won't some will be bold enough to mention my name but others won't but they'll start shooting at me and they're going to get into this thing about just what we read here foolish genealogies but 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 i have the answer no no watch this watch this watch this See, this is, this is God's, this is God's project. It's not mine. I'm just, I'm almost, I'm almost a puppet on a string. Okay, this is God, this is God's business. Now watch this, 1 Timothy 1 and 4. It says, nor give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which cause disputes rather than godly edification, which is in faith. Now, in that fourth verse, underline the word, Endless. Because see, that's what they're going to accuse me of. They're going to accuse me of being a strike starter. They're going to say that Fred Price, not so like I think some will be bold enough to use my name, but others they'll, they'll be hitting at me, and you'll know it when you hear it, you'll know who they're shooting at. Because ain't nobody else doing this like not like this. So I'll be I, obviously I'll be the sore thumb. And they're gonna talk about this foolish genealogies and endless genealogies. Now, now now watch this. Remember, I have I have a method of reading the Bible. You remember my method? It's called the what? Flip-flop. The flip-flop method. And so what I like to do is read scripture and read what they don't say. And that kind of helps to dramatize or magnify what they do say. Now, now watch this. Here's the key to this. So when you hear them talking, you're going to know how ignorant they are. And I didn't call any names. Now, we'll start with Timothy. Verse 4 nor give heed to fable than endless genealogies notice what it does not say it does not say it does not say nor give heed to genealogies it said endless genealogies well I'm not going to present endless genealogies I'm going to present genealogy that have an end see it said endless you know they go on and on and on and on and have no end honey mine will have a definite end now go to titus back to titus and verse 9 said but avoid foolish disputes remember i told you to underline the word foolish but avoid foolish disputes so we could actually read it like this we could say but avoid foolish disputes foolish genealogies foolish contentions foolish strivings because they are unprofitable and useless. Well, I'm not going to be dealing with foolish genealogies. I'm going to be dealing with genealogy that have a purpose. So I'm right in line with your word. See, he just, all he said was avoid the foolish stuff. I ain't going to be, I'm not a fool and I don't. you're not a fool or you wouldn't be here. So we're not going to deal with, fool. we let the fool deal with the foolish stuff. We're going to be dealing with stuff that's accurate. We're going to be, be dealing with stuff that, that we need to deal with so it's not foolish and it's not endless. I will bring it to an end. So when you hear that, you will know who they're shooting at. It's unfortunate. It's, it's really sad. But, you know, that's the way it goes, and I'm out of time.
0: for today's podcast. Please feel free to comment and share. And if you feel led to give a donation, I gratefully appreciate your support. And I leave you with this word from Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Enough said.